to organize your amazing ideas into a powerful book, you are in the right place. At the right time to learn how to write your book. Hi, I'm Joyce Glass. And I'm Sherry Lynn Bisbano, and welcome to The Right Hour, nonfiction tips from The Right Coach team. We are so glad you joined us today. Welcome to episode 1102 of The Right Hour. This season is all about the power of your story. What is your story missing? Today, we discuss the three stages of a story and how to use your story as a business tool with Tam Luke. She is a number one international best-selling author and founder of the Women with Vision International, who shares the triumphs, stress, and struggles of balancing her life to help women grow their business. After 20 years as a business entrepreneur, she helps women leverage their message and create the lifestyle they want through her her own unique book messaging strategies. Her new book, Women Who Boss Up, is available in August 2020. It's time to learn how to use the power of story in your book. No matter what the topic you're writing about, you want to share stories to bring it to life and offer hope and help to your readers. Would you like some writing friends to encourage and help you on your writing journey? I want to invite you to join us on our Facebook group called Write My Book Nonfiction. The group has grown to 1,400 members, and we offer weekly training and marketing tips during our Wisdom Wednesday Facebook Live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, if you can't make it live, it's all right, because you can always catch the replay. This is a great place to connect with other writers and learn more about the business and craft of writing. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this episode of The Right Hour. I'm so excited to have Tam Luke with us today. And she is an exciting woman to follow. She's been writing for years. How long have you been writing, Tam? Oh, gosh. I was in gifted in English and writing classes when I was in elementary school. So I've been writing most of my life. So almost 50 years. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Well, tell us a little bit about you and what led you to become a writer. Yeah. So, um, you know, as a young person, uh, I was, you know, we had moved from, I guess, whatever neighborhood we went, we were living at the time, my mom bought a house and, and then we were going to a new school. And they had a new program in that school, and it was uh, they wanted to have all the kids take a uh, a test to see how they what they scored and what they were really high in mm-hmm. math and science, communication arts. Uh, I think those are the two main things. And I scored high in communication arts or English, and uh, so they put us in this in this group, and we were we wrote a lot. We, uh, we thought outside the box when it came to English. And, um, so that's what, that's kind of where it started for me. I used to, I used to be one of those kids that would write books, literally write them, fold the paper, staple it, you know, make my own little cover. (laughs) I have my little illustrations on. I was that kid, you know, Mm -hmm. I was the kid that uh, was like, I had a friend of ours who was autistic, um, and. We didn't know that at the time, but she needed help with English and communications. Mm-hmm. I was the kid who was, she was my age and I was tutoring. Yeah. So, you know, that's kind of where it started. But much, much later, um, I realized that I was always using 
writing to help me to relieve stress, to relieve angst, to relieve excitement. Like sometimes I had to get it out. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a, I'm a writer, but I'm also a talker. I will talk your head off, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes that's not good enough. I need to get it out on paper and work it out. And I love playing with words. Um, you know, I'm a writer. I'm not an editor. I'm not the best. Like, I, you know, I'm going to split some verbs probably. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> so I'm you not like one of those. Pass, you like those passive verbs too? Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I can write for days. I have so much content you wouldn't believe. And uh, so, yeah, it's something I just grow to love. It's like my happy place. It feels very warm to me to have time to play with words. And I so get that because that's where writing came from me too, is something that just bubbled up in me and I had to get it out. And it was one of those, if I don't get it out of me, it's going to drive me crazy kind of feelings. And I actually started writing by journaling because I had um, had my son and was staying home. And life just kind of like, it was a big change for me. And all of a sudden I had all this baggage that I really needed to deal with. And the best way to deal with it, I was journaling. I was just journaling my thoughts and my feelings and my frustrations. And it really helped process that. And through that process, I'm like, yeah, I really like writing. And I, I, like you, I wrote some short stories and um, some, I'm more of the Satirist, I like to be um, also on the sarcastic side. <laughs> uh, that's always fun. I had always, um, I had thought about it, but I never have done it. Uh, written a book, you know, um, Cinderella story, you know, the, a satire version of that. I forgot what I was going to call it, but you know, instead of Cinderella running off with her prince, you know, I, I thought about it. You know, we got married, and a week later, I, I remember. I was cleaning toilets at the time I got married the week before. And I thought there is something wrong. With this uh, Last right. week I was a princess and this week I'm cleaning toilets. Right. <laughs> what is wrong with this story? Right? What is wrong with this? <laughs> yes. And so I thought, you know, a, a very sarcastic Cinderella story would be so funny. Cause you know, it, oh, it would she, be hilarious. That would be really funny. She runs off and, you know, lives happily ever after, clean dogs, and then wiping bums. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so, well, I know that you like to help your clients with getting their message really clear. How can a writer become clear on their message? Yeah, so there's so many different types of writing, uh, as you would imagine. Of course, we think of nonfiction and fiction, comedy and you know, there's all different types of writing. Um, by the way, I am, I am like so inspired by comedy writers. I mm-hmm. really am like really good at, you know, it's, it's a craft to be able to write that way. Um, yeah. Nonfiction writers I typically work with because I like to work with people that have businesses and are using their writing for a reason. And part of that is because I'm an entrepreneur. My parents were entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. I have a marketing degree. I was in, you know, there's a lot of other stuff that I have and skills that I have. And I was able to see that writing can be used as a tool to get your point across about your business. Right. So that's kind of the niche or the space I find myself in. So if you're talking about that type of writer, 
Uh, I think the way you get clear on your message is just figuring out, first of all, what is the story, right? At what point did you have epiphany, an epiphany? And then, uh, then getting to the transformation. Just very, very, very straightforward. The story, the epiphany, and the transformation. Um, the problem with that is because you personally are in the story, it's hard for you to come up above the story to figure out what's important in that story. Right. Right. So we will sometimes got we would get all kind of like discombobulated with a point, you know, and circle around the point for years. We all have been there where we just get kind of stuck. You know, you feel have that stuck feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in that case, it's, it's probably good to go and work, go to some kind of a, um, you know, some kind of a personal development coach or something to help your life coach or something to help get you clear on your story. Right. So that's the part, but figuring out the story, at what point did you have the big epiphany? You know, for instance, your whole story has been life is hard. Every point, three years old was hard. 12 years old was hard. High school was hard. Kids bullied me, got married. It was hard. My husband's hard. I work hard. I got my GED. It's hard. Everything is hard. Now you're 40. Like, and you finally, finally had an epiphany. Life doesn't have to be hard. Mm-hmm. Life is hard because I make it hard. That's the light bulb. Life can be easy. Life can be enjoyable. There can be freedom in life transformation. You see, that's just right. basically what it is. Yeah. Right, definitely. Well, what's a common mistake writers make that you have seen helping people? Uh, I have seen this mistake of, you know, dwelling on story too much, mm-hmm. like really getting in story and believing that this is why I think a lot of people like to write memoirs and I have nothing against memoirs, right? It's, it's all story, right? It's all story. It's all about what happened to me and why I, you know, had to go through this. It's all story. So it maybe it's a little bit of, of transformation in there that tell you how you got through it. But, you know, that's really what a memoir is. So I think that the common mistake that people would do is they leave you there. And the only thing you could possibly say as a rebuttal to or as a, rec- uh, a reply to their story is, oh, man, that really sucked. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else for you to say. You don't really get anything out of that except for man, her situation's worse than mine. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't really make you feel good to stay in story like that. Right. I think if you are like trying to lead someone somewhere, that would be the only thing I would say, find a way to get them to the other side uh, and, or, acknowledge that you are still trying to get to the other side. You haven't gotten there yet, but there's, this is what you're looking forward to, you know? Yes. And I agree that transformation is something that's key. Cause just like you said, unless you, I feel like unless you're like a major celebrity or something that really the memoirs aren't as interesting but if you say, you know what, I went through this and this is how I got through it. And these are ways that you can help that can help you get through it. Right. 
then I want you to try this, you know, try XYZ, ABC, whatever. And that to me, I love like stories like that where you can share with me your struggle and I can see how I either, I relate and then I can figure out a way that I can get through this. I, a way better, whatever. So I love that. Um, well, tell us a little bit about your writing time. Do you have a consistent writing time or do you write daily or what's some things that work for you and some things that maybe did? Well, you know, it's interesting when I'm in the, in the process of finishing a book, for instance, uh, then it's a daily thing for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm in it. Um, I don't really believe in now people have their own ideas. So this is just my personal opinion. I don't really believe in um, writer's block. It's not something that I really, truly believe in. I think that... I'm with you on that one. Yeah, there's not such, really no such thing. Uh, I think what happens for people, why they feel that block, is because they're trying to force something that they want to come out, right? As opposed to realizing that we are vestals. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's if you want to say an angel that, you know, delivers a message or a spirit or there's a communication with God or a higher being or higher power. There's a lot of ways you can think of it. Right. Mm-hmm. But the way I think of it is the, the, the story has already been written. You right. are being blessed. To deliver that through you. Mm-hmm. Right. Because many times I have written stuff, gone back the next day. And that is not the way I speak. That is not the way I write. How did I put those combinations of that combination of words together? You've had that experience, right? I have. Like, I have. Who it, is that person? It, and I've had it where stuff comes out that it, that you're going. That was not my thought. That's it's right. Cool. It's a cool thought. But I don't, yes. that's not my thought. It was given to me, you know? It was literally given to you. And sometimes it comes fast and quick. And sometimes I tell people, like, if they ask me a question about something, you better get it. You better get it because I won't be able to tell you again. It's not going to be. <laughs> you better be recording come. this, right? You better be recording this because <laughs> brilliance is about to happen and it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, so that's what, that's what I think. Um, so right now for writing time, if I'm in something, um, I always have my recording device mm-hmm. uh, or some way to write something down because, you know, it comes, ideas come when they come. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was watching uh, Judy Bloom. Uh, I did a course with, with her and because uh, I love Judy Bloom. And she said back in the day, she would have a uh, old card file. And every time a thought came, she would write it down and put it in the file, write it down. And she has a whole file worth of ideas that just came to her or even random conversations. You know how you sit next to somebody at a restaurant and they're having some ridiculous conversation. You're like, oh my God, I got to write this down. (laughs) She would literally write down conversations she would hear, you know, and put it in in her box. So in that way, there's never there's never a loss of ideas. It's you always, when they came, you got them. Right. Right. You know? And what I tell people all the time too, is if you do the brain dumps, that's right. It frees up that creativity for more thoughts to flow. That's right. When you're trying to hold all those thoughts up there, it takes a lot of energy. 
And yes. you're thinking, I got this idea, I got this idea, I got this idea. But if you don't get that idea out on paper, that's the, right. The rest of it's not going to come. That's and right. That, and then you'll see how it all works together when you start free writing, because that's something I suggest to my clients all the time. Oh, yeah, I do too. When they're first writing, just get your ideas out on paper, you know, yeah. it's a page or two, ask yourself the question, you know, if I was sitting across the table from my friend and she asked what my book is about, what would you tell her? Yeah. And just start writing your ideas out and, yeah. and you'll see the themes and what goes together and what makes That's sense. right. And it may be all over the place, but that's okay. That's what a free write's about. That's what, well, I, that's so funny. And there was another mistake I wanted to bring up, a mistake that writers make. And I think this goes right along with what you just said. Mm-hmm. Writing is not editing. No. It's two separate things. And I think Edgar Allan Poe said, write drunk and edit sober. <laughs> I never heard that, but that's great. Yeah, right? Because it's true, right? Uh-huh. Free writing is writing drunk. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. Um, I, send my, I have my, my clients go through a series of exercises when I help them to, it's a free writing. It's free. It's without judgment. It's without right. blocks. You know, and there is something called the itty bitty shitty committee, right? <laughs> Who's going to sit there and tell you you're stupid and what you just wrote is dumb, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that's that's like you know you have to find a way to get that away from you and freely get it out mm-hmm. and put it aside. It's done. It's written. Move on. Do another session of free writing. Writing drunk. And when you have all these pages and pages and pages of drunk writing. Then you go back and sit down soberly mm-hmm. and start putting it together. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. And I, I tell them all the time, my people in my membership and in my courses, um, writing is a right brain activity. It's a creative activity. Editing is an analytical activity. Right. If you try to do them both at the same time, you are going to drive yourself crazy. Um, so don't. And one of my um, students in one of my classes recently was like, oh my gosh, I've been trying to research and write at the same time. I'm so exhausted when I'm done. He goes, I just realized what I was doing. And I'm like, yep, that's the same thing. If you, you can't research and write at the same time. as so he would write and then you'd have an idea like, oh, I need to research this. And it's like, no, that's where you make a note and you go, okay, I need to research this. And you keep writing. <laughs> you know? And yes. then... During research time, you research, you know, whether that's the next day or later that day, whatever works for you. But yeah. Well, what words of advice and encouragement do you have for writers who are struggling to write their book? So what advice? Um, I mean, there's so many things that I can give to people when it comes to like advice for, uh, for their writing. Uh, the first thing I would say is just trust yourself, you know, just trust yourself, trust that the, the, the book is already written, Mm -hmm. the, whatever the blog is already, whatever you're trying to write is already there. Uh, you're just a vessel. And I think for me, that always took some of the pressure off of it all. Yes. You know, it's like, oh man, I got to write this thing. No, you don't have to write this thing. It's already done. Mm -hmm. Right. You just find a way to, to capture it when it comes through. Uh, I think that uh, 
the comedian um, Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld said, ideas are like a mouse in the house. <laughs> you're sitting there talking to your friend and you're like saying out of the corner of your eye, there's this little thing that kind of runs past you. What, what, what was that? What, right? Now, what happens is most people don't just grab it, right? Oh, wait a minute, that's, that's a mouse. Go grab it and get it. What we do is, oh, you know, it'll come back. No, it won't. It's gone, <laughs> right? So, uh, so that's one thing I would do. I want word of advice. If something comes to you, if it's an idea, if it's an inspiration, if it's a word, if it's something that you have to get out, do it. Don't wait till later. Don't right. wait till you wake up later. Don't wait till you stop. You have to stop right now. You have to grab it. Get your recording device. Get your pad of paper, whatever you use, right. and, uh, and do it right away. Um, don't struggle with writing. Just be an open vessel for it. Do it often. Mm-hmm. Um, be ready when you're on the toilet because it comes at the most inopportune times. <laughs> right? Yes, definitely. Definitely. Doesn't it? Like when you're about to go to sleep, literally, now you have the idea, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and that's part of that's because your mind is finally relaxed. That's right. You can listen. And, you know, yeah. and it's like, I've been trying to tell you this all day, but you've been right. so busy and distracted. So. Right. Now you get it. <laughs> right. Now you get it. When you're like, oh, yeah, everything's, oh, oh wait, what? Oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah, I've had some good ideas in the night and didn't write them down and really wish I had. And yeah. Then other times I will, I use my phone and I'll make a little note in Evernote or somewhere and yeah. put it in there. But yeah, that's great. So capturing ideas. And what was the other thing that you said? Capturing ideas when they come. And be ready to, uh, and, and yeah, don't, don't put too much pressure on yourself. Just know, yeah. Know that you're a vessel for these things, you know, Definitely. and just, yeah. Go I, for love it. That. I love that. that We are just a vessel for this. Well, Tam, I appreciate you being here. Um, tell them a little bit about your business and we'll have some links in the show notes to, to let them know what you do and how they can get yeah. with you. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate it. I really appreciate you. When I saw what you do, I was like, oh my God, the right coach. People used to think I was a writer, a writing coach. Uh, and I do a bit of that. I do help people write too. But what I'm, what I'm doing is specific. I'm helping women, mostly women, uh, to build their business, to grow their business. I use their best-selling book to grow their business, right? And I have a unique book messaging strategy uh, so uh, I have a new book coming out called Women Who Boss Up. We have a bunch of women as a part of this project. Really fun. I love that. So, Women yeah. Who Boss Up. Yeah. I've been so. known to be called bossy. What were you called bossy? <laughs> <laughs> I have too, believe me. <laughs> I mean, from like little girl, been bossy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, my little sister didn't quite like that too much, but. You know, I was the older one, so. Yep. I was the oldest, too. And I was like, you know, do it because I said so. (laughs) Well, I wasn't the oldest. We had an older sister, but she's eight years older than me. We have a brother between us. Uh I was the oldest of the two of us on the young end. Okay. And so, um, you know, and it was funny as we got older, like junior high and high school, she'd always, her thing was, well, you're only three years older than me. And I got that, I got so sick of that line. I said, well, that's three years you haven't lived yet. 
That's funny. So that was some of our sibling bickering and rivalry that we, we did. But yeah. Well, thank you so much. I love this. I love what you're doing and how you're helping people. And you're definitely love the transformation idea. Um, so keep that in mind. Listen to this again if you need to. And Tam, appreciate it. And we will stay connected and look forward to seeing you again at another time. Yes, Joyce. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Take care. Thank you for joining us on this episode of The Right Hour. Our goal is to help you achieve your writing dreams. You are one step closer to write your book. Learn how to get the book out of your head with the four steps we teach our clients. Sign up for the free email series at therightcoach.biz. The link is in the show notes. The four steps help you clarify your focus, create and organize your content, and complete your book. We share tips on the writing process, and you can download the writing planner to track your progress. Don't let fear and overwhelm keep you from writing your book. It's time to write your book.